0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. It's time for Tea Talk with Urban Green
1: and Emily Gonzalez. So listen up, grab your cups and, and pinkies, pinkies up. up.
0: It's time to talk. Yeah, we're back. We're here. Oh my god, did you
1: miss us?
0: Oh, I did. I missed you. I missed you I missed so much. I you more. Oh, well, that's impossible because I missed you more. No,
1: I missed you more.
0: Okay, fine. Sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to Tea Talk. I know we had to take a little bit of a week off, but we are back and we are here and the tea is surely hot, honey. We got episode five coming at you today. Beautiful, bless, and hashtag... Brown rich, (laughs) Oh, gosh. We have the incredible Jazlyn Miller on today. I am just so excited for you guys to listen to her, to meet her, to understand her world. I mean, she truly is just beautiful inside and out. And I just can't wait to share her with you. Okay? Uh, So, Emily, tell me, how was your week?
1: My week was uh, more exciting than I would have liked it to be some life changes happening. I'm not going to get into too many details, but... Uh,
0: okay. Did you want to share the Cliff Note version or just the FBI version like you're doing now? Uh,
1: in the words of our beautiful previous guest, T.S. Madison,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I got out of the vortex, out of the matrix, so to speak.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: You know, for okay. our fans, our loyal viewers, you will know what I'm referring to.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, you know, just some... Some life changes, gotta grow, some things grow apart, and, you
0: know,
1: that's life. What about you, Erwin?
0: Yeah, no, I can't say that happened for me. (laughs) I'm trying to be like, I don't know what to say uh, in comparison to that. Um, I just, I don't know, what did I I do? I played played my favorite game, Overwatch, a shit ton of a lot, and I love it so much, and I accomplished some good goals there. That was about it. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried to relax as much as I could. Um, that was it. Yeah. Um, but guys, let me break it down for you today. We're going to have Jaslyn come out. We're going to, of course, do our who you is segment, getting to know her just a little bit better. And then we're going to have trends coming at you today. Oh, there's just so much going on in the world. There's just so much, so much. I think I'm going to need a plane to, to you know, just to kind of, next
1: Space
0: shuttle, please. I mean, please. Um, And then, of course, as always, we have to have tea time. So tea time is definitely here. It will be served. Today's topic, holding on to letting go. Mm -hmm. Girl, it is not the Frozen sequel, too, honey. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then we have what the blank we're going to play a fun little guessing game we've played this before uh, but the stakes are even higher now because I think I lost last time so yeah I'm coming for mm-hmm. blood start, all right. uh, so one yeah. game that you lose this you is, don't
1: lose anything
0: else I don't I don't so we can't be having this this is nonsense but without any further ado let's bring out the lady herself Jaslyn Miller hey <laughs> Welcome, honey. How are you?
2: I am good. How are you?
0: Oh, you know, just looking wonderful on a Sunday morning. Not I'm good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we relax and recline, and I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> That's what Sundays are for, okay?
0: That, that and brunch in Mimosa. You know
2: what? I had brunch yesterday.
0: Oh, the, oh she, oh, she does it Saturday.
2: Saturdays. Oh, brunch, oh, okay.
0: Is that when the cool kids do it? I'm missing <laughs> out here.
2: Yo Sundays are good days though But yesterday was the day for me
0: Oh god Where do you like to go for brunch?
2: Um You know Every time I've ever gone to brunch It's always like random places Like one place I remember That I really love Was Shanghai Reds I think In Long Beach Okay Um But yesterday Uh We went to Um The rooftop The roof uh, at the Wilshire. Okay. It's like you know, on the roof on the roof at a uh, Hotel Wilshire. And oh. it was really good, just a little uh expensive, you know, they don't have uh endless mimosas. So
0: oh, um no, no, no. see that it was no, a See, lot. No, see the <laughs> only way I'm having mimosas at some places they endless because guess Dang. what? My my wallet is endless.
2: Oh everything. <laughs> but my, yeah. The food was good, though. Yeah. What, did was good good. what did you I have? I had, like, this. It was a burger, but the the um the bread was, like, garlic bread almost.
0: Oh. Like, it almost
2: looked like a sandwich, but it was, like, garlic bread. It was, like, real thick. It was so, so good. It was fire. Uh, that sounds but Avocado. Ooh. Oh,
0: wow. You see, you know you're at an expensive, bougie place when this food itself has an identity crisis. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> It's like, am I? Am I a sandwich or am I garlic bread? Am I Italian? Right. And what? am I? Right. And then you add some so damn avocado on here, and then that's it.
2: Oh, some bacon. Don't play. Uh, Don't play. Don't I eat mean bacon well, you know, cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, I asked dude.
0: you because I'm not gonna eat anything for 24 hours, so I just wanted to live through that.
1: Why? Why? Yeah. Huh? Inform hey, your best friend why you ain't eating for 24 <laughs> hours. Right. I'm kidding, I'm girl.
0: I'm just trying to maintain my LA diet. Stop.
2: Are you trying? Ain't <laughs> no diet.
0: Ain't no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, you know, are you ready for this little interview segment we got going on? Are you ready? Yes,
2: I am. Okay, I am. I am. All right.
0: <laughs> Let's do who you is. Who you is?
1: So, Jasmine, my lovely lady, Jasmine. Yes? Um, I know you're an artist. What artist inspires you?
2: Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Okay, so I, I feel like I get inspired by, like, different things. Um, And I I feel like I've kind of been known to always be like an energy person and Uh someone who I work ethic goes as far as like just who he is as a performer is Bruno Mars. Mm, Um, That, oh my gosh, that is, um, I just, I love just like everything, just everything about Bruno Mars. It's so funny because ever since he switched over, um, I feel like he's kind of switched genres a little bit. I've always right. been a, a fan of him, but obviously, like I'm more of like a R and B, like you know, hip hop, soul kind of person. But too, I've always been a friend. Yeah, I've always been a fan of his voice and of him. Mm-hmm. But when he switched over, it was over for the world. I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> 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 but oh, okay. um, I, I do um, miss his
1: mean, more soulful stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. You know, I um, I don't know. I just I love Bruno Mars, and just you know, I've learned his story and everything, and just as far as like energy goes it's so inspiring, like, if I could ever be an artist in that sense, like, and I know he's a guy, but still, you know, I love yeah. it, I love Bruno Mars. And what age did you start dancing and, you know, being artistic? Uh, I started, I did, okay, so I was a cheerleader all my life, um, okay. like, hardcore. Sure. <laughs> yeah. hardcore, competitive, like, um, you know, I loved it, loved it, and then I got an offer to go pro with cheer. And so you have to be 18. I graduated like uh, 16, like almost like 17, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I had some time. So in those two years, basically, I started I did like this hip hop play um, with the group that I was with uh, called CBG's Chosen by God. And I started to do like hip hop shows with them. And I also went to a place called AGC, um, which is Amazing Grace Conservatory. And it's actually Wendy Raquel Robinson's School. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And from there I started to like go there and then I started I did C V G and I was like I really like dancing much more than I like uh cheerleading. So in a sense of just like I used to get hurt a lot with you. Like I have had like two concussions, you know, mm. like just a lot of bad injuries, and wow. you know, a lot of you know, wow. I didn't like flipping on concrete, like that kind of stuff. I didn't like, Ooh. so um, I switched over, and I ended up getting the agent. And this was in 2012, the S agency, and then now I'm with MSA. But ever since then, it's just been moving, and it's mm-hmm. been a blessing the way things have been moving. That's um, incredible. So yeah,
0: that's really wonderful. You know, I, I'd like anytime I go to your page, you're always literally <clears throat> posting something that you've just done, and I'm just like, does she sleep? <laughs> <laughs> that just sleep. You know, I didn't. I, I I apologize for this. I didn't list your cre- credits when you uh, before introducing you. I was so excited to get you out here, but you've done Cat Graham and and Todd call straight out of Oz most recently. Like wow, you know what I mean? Like that's. I mean that's big and then tell me you came from cheerleading and then you're just like, I'm here. <laughs>
2: and it was a it was a learning experience. You know, I mean, I'm still learning. I feel like I'm always gonna learn. I uh I literally you know, sometimes I'm late in the dance scene a lot, like with people. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really stay on my side of town and I feel like, you know, I would love to get more into um into the industry, but um well not as far as like in the industry, but like with knowing more people and things like that. But I ran into this lady today. Um, I believe her name is Tanisha Scott. And okay. she is a choreographer, like a performance director, a movement coach. And I, like, I looked through her page, literally about two hours ago, looked through her mm-hmm. page and got so inspired by her. Um, and she works with, like, all type of people. Like, she did, like, the movement coaching and choreography for, like, um, Wild Thoughts. And um, she's on, like, the Her um, tour. And, like, she, she works with everybody. And, um, I love to see just like, you know, women in power, but especially black women in power, you know? And so, um, I think that I have literally found like a new inspiration. Um, and I get, I don't get that inspired, like as far as like not inspired, but just like looking up to people, it takes a lot because I feel like I have to know you as a person because I Mm, care about more than just what you do in this industry. Mm. Um, and I don't know her as a, you know, person, but just from what I've seen and just like her light just, it kind of shines through.
0: Yeah. You're Instagram, really big the on, on the energy. like Oh that. my God. Yeah, it matters for so sure. much to
2: me. I don't think people understand it matters so much.
0: Yeah. Energy but, um, is
2: everything. It's it everything. Is. I don't care about what you have done in life. If you can't treat other people with respect or me with respect, I don't care who you are. Right. I don't want to work with you. I don't want to talk to you. I want to be friends. So. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, and I feel like that's why we got along so well, you know, on the set of Straight Out of Oz because. You know, I, I was just so nervous to be there. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's my <laughs> first time doing something like this. I'm meeting Todd. There's so many things happening right, right now. And I was just kind of, like, really nervous. So when I get really nervous, I just start talking a lot or not talking a lot. Like, it's one or the other. Right. So it's like, no middle ground for me. And I just remember I was, like, I was going up to you, and I felt like I was bugging you. But then you were just so nice to me and just, like, so welcoming and answering questions <laughs> and, like, being so approachable. Then when I found out you were, like, on tour... I was like, whoa! So she was really that nice and everything, being a huge part of this production still. Like, and I and I re- that really stuck with me, and I really appreciate it because he really helped me. Um, find my element, you know, in that yeah. in that sense. So thank you. It was really really nice to be. That was great.
2: Of course, man. I, that's like literally all that matters. I just think respect. Like it doesn't matter who you are if you're ugly on the inside. Like what is what does it matter? Like I mm-hmm. I, I, I never I've never understood that. Like if you yeah. can't be a nice person, I don't understand what what you're here for. You
0: know. Yeah. One thing I always say though, if you're ugly on the outside, you at least have to be pretty on the inside. You can't be both. <laughs> you gotta pick a, pick a damn struggle. You get what I'm saying. And I'm not oh. trying to be a bitch with them, but I'm just saying, oh, everything like, one of them you, know. you can't change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be both. We're trying to be there for you. We rooting for you. Right. We we're all rooting for you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. So, what's
0: your favorite style of dance, What you say?
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh. So the funny thing about this is I'm not trained in um, really anything. Like, everything kind of has to come. Get out of here. I swear, I swear. I am learning as I'm going. I promise you that. Um, But hip-hop is, oh, hip-hop is so, it's like a culture thing for me, you know? Like, it's just like, I mean, down to everything, like the twerking, like, that's cultural. Like, you know, and I feel like a lot of people have kind of made it, like, twerking is bad but it's like yo if you go look back in the roots of africa like twerking is culture like don't be trying to act like you know we can't be out here <laughs> no,
0: we got these assets we, nat- we naturally gifted okay. might as well get the present <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no but uh but yeah hip-hop is um it's such a beautiful uh like just a genre to me because i feel like for one it's it's more of a universal thing that like everybody can do like everybody can just go out and try hip-hop like, you know, a lot of other styles like ballet and jazz. And stuff. Sometimes you have to have training to, to be good at that or to feel comfortable or to have that stretch, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I would always recommend people to be trained. You know, it mm. helps with it helps with hip hop. But mm. um, hip hop is just so beautiful. And there's so many forms of hip hop. You know, there's like popping, there's locking, you know, there's whacking. Like all these kind of things are like, you know, can be done to like that hip hop genre and in that hip hop genre.
0: Mm. Um, wow. I love See, it. I do a style called trying.
2: Ah, got <laughs> it. His
0: uh. is
2: a struggle, right? <laughs> you know I love I love Broadway too though. Mm-hmm. Like Broadway, even though it's all it's usually mixed in with styles, mm-hmm. um, like I say, energy. That's that's an energy dance for me. And it's just like so much personality can go into it and like faces and you know, the big spirit fingers, like that's all like that's Broadway. Like I love mm-hmm. that style too. It's so fun.
0: Yeah. well tell me what was your experience like going on tour with todrick and straight out of oz i mean you traveled you did all this stuff what was that like for you
2: man uh oh it was so beautiful <laughs> just because the traveling aspect for one was just like you know and i went two years in a row so the first year we didn't mm-hmm. go see, well we, we went to like canada but you know that's like yeah mm-hmm. um not saying it's not good but it's like not like it's a
0: little bit closer yeah yeah, yeah
2: So, um, you know, we went to Canada, we went to all those places last year and, you know, I went to so many States I had never been. And then this year, um, we went overseas to like a lot of, um, places I had never been as well. And in the States. Um, but the experience, man, is literally something that you have to experience to like, understand, like, it's just for one, the work ethic, you know, that's, it's not an easy show at all. Like by any means necessary, it's not an easy show. Um, the costume changes, you know, this year, I think it was the same last year, but this year we had, I had 17 costumes in my suitcase. Like, 17. Yeah, throughout that whole, like, it's, I mean, some of them are quick changes. I had to take my acrylic nails off, okay? Because I could not get them costumes on through, like, with having these things on. Like, it was crazy. Like, so, you know, the costume changes. And these are things that you are learning. And also, you know, working with Todrick, you learn to be quick on your feet. Mm -hmm. That man will change the entire show. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who <you tell> <laughs> I
0: ain't mean, going to it. But he was like, Irving, you got to keep up. Um, Irving, I need, you, I need you to be with the rest. I said,
2: I'm trying. <laughs> that man will change that show in two yeah. seconds. You know, so <laughs> you learn to be quick on your feet. You know, you also learn. Um, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just like working with him is 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 inspiring to begin with you know because if you know if you know of Todrick's story and you know of just like who he is you know that man does not stop working Mm -hmm. and he is always available for us you know like anytime it's kind of like oh I'm going through this or I don't feel good or you know whatever the thing you know I I need help with this choreo I don't feel comfortable Todrick is there like for him to be so busy and to be doing so much because you know like I said, he never stops working. So while mm-hmm. he's on tour with us, he's flying back and forth to L.A. and New York to do other stuff while he's still mm-hmm. on tour. And, you know, you can always call him and you can be like, hey, you," know, and talk to him. And he's there, like, and he's just like, you know, doing choreo and like everything, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, how'd that outfit, you know, fit? Like most artists be so worried about themselves that... Yeah. They don't be worried about their whole cast. Like this man be here. He eats with us. Like he he'll come out with us. Like you know, it's really cool. And um, so yeah, it was it, it was really amazing. And mm-hmm. I think um, I don't know, just like being so close, also with like the cast members. Like you know, you're also living with people and different person. You're dealing with different personalities, and mm-hmm. you know, you kind of learn to just like adjust or to listen or hear people's you know people's size of things. You know, of course, you argue. You know, you might have some, t- you know, whatever. And then y'all mm. talk about it, you know. You know, you have friends for life. Like, you know, me and EJ or, you know, me and Brittany, me and Liza. Mm. Like, everybody's just, like, you know, really cool and, like, family. And I feel like I've literally made, like, some lifelong friends on there. Even though I knew EJ before then.
3: Mm. Um,
2: but, you know, um, shout out to the cast, by the way.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> and I also can't wait for the world to see the documentary.
3: Yes, The documentary,
2: yes. uh, called Behind the Curtain.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: my gosh. I, You know, when you're there... You see all the stuff that Todrick does, but when you see it on film, and then you just see, like, how intense everything is, and just, like, how this man be falling asleep in, like, a five-minute Uber, like, texting, like, an email right now, and then just, like, falls asleep, because he's just, he's always up and working, like, it's so mm-hmm. crazy, but I can't wait for the world to see that, too, just so they can see everything, honestly, that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. It was sad
1: when they took off,
2: because he had that show on
1: MTV. Mm-hmm. It sucked because you want to see an artist, you want to see somebody who's passionate and like comes up with these things, and won't sleep until he gets it done. Watch that show because. It, that really showed him at his best. Like, yeah. I'm like, you didn't have to sign a video in two days, Todrick. What the hell are
2: you doing? Like, I'm
1: trying to tell you.
2: Check <laughs> this out. The, the rehearsal process, you know, we don't start rehearsal until like maybe a week before the show. Like sometimes two weeks wow. maybe. You know, so oh it's like, God. yeah, like my first year, Doing a tour last year, I learned the encore stuff. So, all the stuff that, um you know, all the old toddlers yeah, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, then did it at we the learned. End of
0: the
2: show. Right. And then we learned straight out of Oz, like the week before the show so it's like you know not only does that push like your professionalism but it just pushes everything and todrick is there like he is there in the flesh doing that choreo he is Mm -hmm. there making sure everybody look good he is singing full voice he's doing interviews he's taking pictures with fans while we at the studio like that man does not stop working and like i love just how involved he is in his own art you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so um and then this year you know all the other people had to, all the new people had to learn like the encore straight Out of Oz," and then we added Thank that opening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the opening uh. to, like,
2: the new stuff, and some of us had to. You know, we have uh, less dancers this year, so we had to learn other dances that we didn't know. And like, mm-hmm. oh, and then did you see when I had to sing in Paris?
0: Um, I I know you did have to sing at some point. Was that in Paris, really?
2: Yeah. It oh. was this year. Um. So Teresa, the mom, the one that played Todrick's mom, got yes. sick. Yes. Yes. I remember. She got yeah. sick and um, so we had to have one, somebody fill in for uh, Teresa so I had to take her spot and that whole day was so crazy because not I, we didn't nobody had a full day to prepare nobody like everybody had like half a day to and you know me I don't I mean like I sing but like I don't. Care to you know? <laughs> I, you know I'm not comfortable with it like that. You know, I'm gonna hide that. You know, girl, you just done an international tour. Let me tell you something.
0: You just done on an international tour. You sing. Just I so sing, you know,
2: right, right, it's right. over, you, you now you sing. sing. It was so crazy, and you know, Tajik was so good about it. Um, that day we had like a, maybe like a four or five hour layover from uh, I believe it was like Amsterdam to Paris. It was like something like that. We had like a four hour layover. And the plan was to learn the choreo and stuff there. No, it was Germany to Paris. The, the plan was to okay. learn the choreo there and at the airport. And everybody was so tired that day because our call time was like 4 a.m. And everybody got to sleep except me and like the divas, you know, who had to learn a new part. Yeah. I lost my passport at that time. So then it took three hours out of the four hours to get it back. Our amazing tour manager uh, ended up finding it. It was at, it was in the police, um, in their, um, they had it, they had my, I can't, yeah. they had it, and uh, so we ended up getting it back, so I literally had, like, two hours, and eventually to, like, end up uh, learning everything, and so once we got there, literally, I walked right into the theater, Tajik was there already, we had, I had to do the sound check, jump right into it, Tadrick made everybody clear the whole entire theater to make sure that I was comfortable, you know singing and stuff like that for my first time and mm-hmm. i mean it went it went way better than <laughs> than expected
0: wow I was... wow i mean maybe there's just something about that pressure because i don't know if you know but i i recently uh uh-huh. did the um I, I danced in black and white uh-huh. and i danced yeah. in uh low
2: yeah he'll pull it out of you don't play
0: I mean, <laughs> let me tell you something. Because people look, some people probably think that I cannot dance from that experience. Let me tell I can move. I'm a mover. But Tavic said that I was gonna be a monkey. And I said, okay, I you know, whatever, I can do something, I can move. Girl I turned out to be one of them guards one of them school children. I was just like, Oh my goodness. I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna do it. But I said, you know what? This is gonna push me, and this is something artistically challenging. And that it yeah. was the most artistically challenging thing I've ever done, but yeah. it was also the most rewarding thing I've ever yeah. done. He'll
3: pull it out, yeah.
0: out of you. Yeah, and we'll he, he was nice about, about it. it. Yeah, he was nice about it. He, you know, he he was like, he patted me on the back, he's like, You did it, bitch. I said yeah.
2: I love it. Okay. Well, Jasmine,
1: okay. clearly, with what you're telling me, you definitely have that black girl magic. Man. To pull it out. Okay. And I see you use those hashtags, black girl magic and brown rich. Uh-huh. What does those mean to you? What does oh. that represent?
2: Oh, that just made my hard job. That's such a great question. Um, So, you know, as a kid, you get bullied for being dark skin. You know, like that is, oh, my gosh. Um, I dealt with that all the way, like, all my life, honestly. Um, And so that was something – that's something that I take so much pride in because, you know, just to finally be comfortable in, like, your skin and, you know, to finally be comfortable who you are and to see so many, like, black women just coming out into their own and, you know, like, even with the Olympics, you know, like, just – to see that is so 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 beautiful, and you know, it just it makes you want to just um, put you to have so much pride in it because mm-hmm. of the fact that for so long we've always just been pushed down. Like every time we yeah. try to come in, so I was like pushed down. Or even in the industry, it's like you know, no shade. I love my light skin sisters, but in the industry, it's like they only want light skin, curly hair. You know, they don't. Mm. It, it takes a lot. You know, whenever we see a video, we like, oh snap, they got a dark skinned girl. You know, like yeah. it's it, yeah. it's actually like something that's like wow. So um, it's really great to see now. Um, but Brown Rich, eh, Brown Rich in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Brown Rich is um, so, it's so crazy. So uh, I went to Taiwan to shoot a commercial. Uh, I think it was about two, three years ago, maybe three years ago now. And I went to shoot a commercial. And um, one of the guys that I was out there with, Troy, he found this jacket. We were shopping. He found this jacket and it said Brown Rich on the back. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you should call yourself this. And I was like, mm-hmm brown rich, and I was like, I, we we were joking about like, I'm going to start hashtagging it, you know, ha, 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 and then it really became my brand, you know, and it's yeah. so funny. like, when you see people, and they're just like, oh, brown rich, and I'll just be laughing, like, that is so funny, um, so, yeah, that's where that came from, and, you know, I just, I take anything that's, like, black girl, that's brown, that's anything, I take that, and I run with it, because, you know, the world don't love us, so we got to right. love each other, right. we have right. to love, us, you know, right. so, um,
0: yeah. Ooh. Girl, I feel you on that. I was I was called I was called Jeepers Creepers growing up. I can't. No, he literally called me Jeepers Creepers and growing up all the time. They said I look just like the monster. Uh, I was bullied for my looks all the time, yeah, like for look. being dark, for, you know, having high cheekbones, not looking traditionally African-American, more, looking more African. Like I was bullied for that a whole lot. So what you right? just said resonated with me a lot.
2: Yeah, it's so ridiculous. And you got you know, like I teach uh, preschool kids and so it's like Yeah, they're my babies. When when I see kids be mean to each other, oh, it's over for you. Okay. <laughs> like, if I know that we got a birthday coming up, I'm fake calling mom. I might really call her and put her on the phone and be like, Yo, I need you to play along with this real quick. Oh, uh, you know, so and so is over here. You know, telling people that they can't come to her birthday party because she don't belong in the friend group. You know, tell her ain't no birthday party for her happening no more. You know, and they'd you be like, no, her. I'm sorry. You know, because we you want to you want to stop that early. You don't mm-hmm. like I don't want you to go into middle school and elementary school and, and high school thinking that it's OK to talk to people like that or exactly. to exclude people from your group. Exactly. If you don't want to be friends with somebody or if you feel like you don't want to hang out with them, mm-hmm. then cool, you know, whatever. But you do not ever have to be me. There is no reason for disrespect ever in life. Yeah. Right. Somebody's so, been
0: showing these kids mean girls way too early. Uh, exactly. damn exactly.
2: <laughs> Man, we had a kid the other day called one of our what's the name's ugly, called one of the kids ugly. And I said, Sir, are you serious? You're like three. Like he's like three, he's two. And I was like, mm. Why are you doing that? You know, like I just have to talk to him. Yeah. That's not okay. at home though. That's the sad part. Uh That's just the you're context
1: not with it. that language. You're yeah. not with that language. That is something that you're taught and I resonate with Um, the bullying thing because I was bullied for my weight and when you see media plus size models now it's like a big thing and when you really look at it it's like girl you're a size 10 right you are not plus size homegirl right 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 right. where's your cellulite your thighs ain't touching what what's wrong like this is not representative of all plus size yeah so now it's like the same way as in the women of color are getting like the light skin is the representation of all women of color. Yeah, now, yeah. these size 10s yeah. are the perfect representation of plus size. There's so much more to that, and so much more in between. Yeah. Representation is key for that. Like, yeah. and you have to learn, you have to make your platforms like your platform of social media, your art, mine is social media, the podcast, my job. I have to represent myself. I'm not, I can't expect nobody else to do that
2: for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to make sure that you're very, you you stand firm in who you are. You know, like, I'm like, like my thing when I was a kid, the funny thing was I was always real goofy and I was always real, like, real nice. So, (laughs) so I was like, I was popular, but I, I was like the ugly dusting of the group. You know, so like if they if they had like a little event, it would be like oh yeah, Josh yeah you invited, but you ugly duckling. Like that's how that was. Like that's how it was. To be. It was crazy. Like it would just be and like, now like, look. I swear. Right. right. I swear. And
0: now look, <laughs> this is what we have, girl. They can't say nothing about cool us now.
3: Right
1: now. Like, I mean, we, they
0: don't know what we look like during this podcast right now. But they can't <laughs> say nothing. About, <laughs> they can't say nothing about us on when we publish some shit. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs>
1: Next, like, no. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we still be. <laughs> so <laughs> Jadeline, I also see that you are very spiritual. Hmm. And how do you feel your spirituality manifests in your art? Um, I think ooh.
2: God, y'all coming with the questions. Oh, you know, You know how we do. (laughs) um, (laughs) I think, um, man, spirituality is so, so, so important. Um, I have, for one, I'm going to say this. I have been so blessed in the people who I've been chosen to work with or, you know, or who who God has put into my life um, in a sense of just who I've worked with to be spiritual with me. Um, But I think that it, it helps me stay connected to like who i am in this in this industry you know like it keeps like my mind sane to be spiritual and to know that for one i have god here and to also know that no matter what even if there sometimes there you know there's bad energy but the good energy seems to always outweigh that and to me Mm -hmm. that's like that's spirituality you know what i'm saying like that's what makes spiritual spirituality spirituality because of the fact that if I could turn and be like, oh, this energy is weird, and then turn to, like, my fellow dancer, and she or he be like, I know, right? And you like, oh, you get it. You feel it, too, you know? Right. Like, or just, like, you know, being... I remember um, I was on the set of a Don Richards video with uh, an AJ Twerks who was a choreographer, and on my way, it was during retrograde. Mm-hmm. And um, retrograde Sweet. is just... It's, well, it's a long story. It's a, well, a long thing to explain. But basically, retrograde can um, it can have a big effect on, like, uh, things that are, like... um like mechanical, you know what I'm saying? So like my yeah. car, like my car goes through um retrograde really hard, you know, it, it takes a <laughs> long hit. and I had never been in any type of accident and this dude hit me on the way to Don Richard's video, right? Uh-huh. And he hit me with a Porsche. So his Porsche had a little scratch and he tore the front of my car up. Uh-huh. And um like Mercury retrograde is what it's called. And so yeah. I remember calling AJ and I was like, yo, I got in this accident. And AJ was like, and to me this is good energy. This is spirituality. He was like, you know what, we'll take your time, make sure you're safe, you know, we love you, we're not, you know, I talked to Don. she's cool. Oh, my God, she's amazing, too, y'all. But mm-hmm. I talked to Don. you know, she's cool, and when we got there, everybody there was spiritual. It was like Jay Jones, it was like Dory, and everybody was just like, girls, Mercury Retrograde, that's what happened, it's okay, love, you know, we <laughs> got <without> you.
0: John, <laughs> but, I mean, let's just say there are worse things to be hidden by than a poor. Oh, <laughs> gosh, you know, give me your. A- <laughs> Hell, I would have jumped out of the car and right in front of her. help me hey, oh, please.
2: <laughs> but no, like uh spirituality, that's um it, it really just helps me stay rooted in um in who I am. You know, I keep all my crystals very handy, um, making sure that we're keeping that good energy. I have my sage over here, don't play, you know, I keep everything very much like um in a spiritual basin, um just praying and just making sure that that god is putting the right people and leading me in the right direction when it comes to the industry you know what i mean like i'm not trying to get a nobody bad vibe nobody bad spirit nobody bad management nobody bad nothing so all
0: right well thank you girl we i guess we know who you is now oh wonderful all right guys well let's get right into it let's go into trends hey trends Okay, y'all. All right. <clears throat> so first up, uh, let's start with this. Let's let's go ahead and start it light. Bruno Mars is donating $1 million to the Flint water crisis efforts. Speaking of Bruno, as we were talking about right. earlier. <laughs> How funny. Um, okay, so this just, apparently, I think this just happened uh, today um, or yesterday within the next uh, past couple of days. Popstar, this is courtesy of uh, Freep. Com. We'll go ahead and link everything in the show notes for you guys. But pop star Bruno Mars is donating $1 million to aid victims of the Flint water crisis. He announced to a roaring crowd Saturday night at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Uh, his surprise announcement came toward the end of a sold-out show during a pause in the song, Just the Way You Are. The donation, dedicated to our brothers and sisters in Flint, as he says, uh, will go to the commun- Community Foundation of Greater Flint. The Flint crisis, which has uh, prompted a host of criminal charges against state health officials, began in 2014 when the city's water supply was switched, leading to high lead levels. Uh, what else did he say? Uh, Mars followed this Saturday uh, with a media statement. I'm very thankful to Michigan, uh, to the Michigan audience for joining me in supporting this cause. Ongoing challenges remain years after the Flint uh, residents' And it's important that we don't forget our brothers and sisters affected by the disaster. As people, especially as Americans, we need to stand together to make sure something like this never happens in any community ever again. All right. There we go. What do you guys think? That whole
2: thing was ridiculous. I think that whole Flint situation is like, it's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. I I, I truly, truly, truly don't understand, um, for one, how it could be going on for so long. Right. Um. And two, that it keeps getting pushed back. Like it doesn't matter. Like these people are literally bathing with like bottled water. Like there's if just no reason that. for. You know, if they have that, like it's just no reason. Like what? Who cool, don't get me started? <laughs> yeah. get me
1: started. Uh, well, I love the fact that Bruno is doing this because I think when we have something on our hearts, a passion on our hearts, we cannot wait for somebody else to do something about it. We yeah. can't wait for someone to open the door. Uh, we can't, you see somebody hurting, don't wait for somebody else to talk to them. You be the person that grabs the courage and talks to them. So he saw a problem and he created a somewhat of a solution. I don't know what this might make a huge difference. It might make a small difference, but it's a difference. Yeah. And that's gonna cause a shift. So I respect him for that a hundred percent. Like, I think that's amazing.
2: And I think it's also crazy too. Sorry, Irving. No,
0: no, go ahead.
2: I think it's also crazy. Um, and, and amazing that, um, if you talk to anybody, they'll tell you that, like, I really believe in once you have a platform that you should use it, you know, right. like if God is giving you the talents and the money and whatever, to, to have your platform shown across the world, then you should use it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I applaud him, like the same thing you said, for, for using his platform, not only to say that to all the fans that he had there, because that's going to make a difference for the people who maybe have been ignorant to it. Right. Um, but he gave money, you know? And it's just like, and I pray to God that, that money gets to them because you remember for a second, like people were giving money to, like, I think, like the Red Cross and stuff, and the money wasn't even getting going anywhere.
0: See, I don't mess with nobody that be bringing no bell outside no store. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
2: That's weak. the Salvation Army.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm like, okay. Well,
0: I mean, they both read. I can't, I mean, they They, both <laughs> <laughs> like, they, the they were giving. I yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I think it is really wonderful and I hope that more celebrities follow suit in this and um, get behind this cause because, you know, it was out of the media for quite some time and, and this just brought it back. You know, we got so much that's going on in the world, um, but this, you know, just brought it back into headlines and that's really is the power of celebrity. Um, so I'm really happy about that and I look forward to uh, some changes happening and more people uh, in power with platforms uh, taking a stand and following suit to Bruno. Good job, Bruno. Thank you for that. Uh, let's get into the next one. Marshawn Lynch sits during the national anthem. This actually happened today. Um, I believe 13. Yeah, this happened today. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, this is courtesy of uh, Pro Football Talk. So I've never been here. Um, was uh, back. I'm <laughs> not a flag, uh, Was back for his first NFL game since 2015 on Saturday night. And while he didn't get on the field uh, for the Raiders preseason opener, he did get noticed. Lynch sat during the national anthem, echoing the actions of Colin Ka- Kaepernick. Y'all know how, how Ka- I'm Kaepernick? Kaepernick, Kaepernick. 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 Okay. Of him who began a national conversation when he sat during the national anthem during the preseason last year. Lynch did not speak to reporters after the game and has not explained why he sat. Raiders coach Jack uh, Del Rio said he believes in standing for the anthem, but isn't going to attempt to force Lynch to do so. I'm going to respect you as a man. You do your thing and we'll do ours, Del Rio said, he told Lynch. Uh, Kaepernick, did I get it right? I'm never going to get it right. Kaepernick has said through his representatives that if he signs with the team this year, he's going to stand for the anthem. Interesting. He did? Okay, that's what. Yeah, right, apparently that's oh,
2: interesting. bro! <laughs> I mean, that money
0: that money's hitting. It's getting it's getting hit.
2: Okay, here's the thing. Here's the uh-huh. thing about that. So mm-hmm. Kaepernick, when he when he said during the national anthem, it, it was a huge, huge, huge outrage about that. Mm-hmm. To the point now where this man is like pretty much blacklisted. Yeah. Like he's not—he's not working. Like yeah. he's not—you know—signed to anybody. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, a lot of like the black community took to him, especially because Kaepernick is mixed. Uh, -hmm. I I believe he's white and black. Um, and so he was never like rude about it. He was never ignorant. He just sat down and it was like a huge outrage. Now, Marshawn Lynch has always been known to be a real one. Mm -hmm. Um, even in, in, you know, interviews, he's always been like, okay, he said it, (laughs) you know, like like, that person. So um, you know, oh, that's tricky. I didn't know uh, Kaepernick said that. I mean, yeah,
0: that kind of puts it into a weird perspective for you, like a going back kind of, yo, like, bro. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. I'm disappointed. My heart is a little, you know. But yeah. but you know what's crazy about it is I always say or I always tell people I have a lot because of the high school I went to. I went to Long Beach Poly, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh. Like, when I said we have tons and tons of people who sign to the NFL, the NBA, the Olympics, every single year, you know, like, when the Olympics happen... But, you know, every year we have so many people go there and I always tell them, like, just make sure that you stand for something. Because basically what the NFL, in my opinion, NBA do is they take these little struggling black kids and, you know, the people who are struggling, you know, and then they, they give them what they want. But then there's no like rooted respect for them. Like, yes, there's like that there there's like some people, maybe one or two people in there who who like that same thing with rappers and stuff, too. But that's in the story. But you know, maybe one or two people who actually have your back. But at the end of the day, like these people take these kids, you know, whether they're white, black, or whoever, who usually don't have anything, and then they they you know bribe them with money, and then look how they look how they treat them when they try to stand up for who they are.
3: Right. You're a
2: grown human being. Why can't you sit down for the national anthem? Because they you know. own you that's why you know like they gave you all this stuff when you didn't have anything and now that you do and you want to have a voice you're not allowed to do so and so it's 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 tricky like that's always been a tricky situation for me Like people are like yeah, i'm going to the nfl i'm like okay just make sure that you're smart about your money and that you make your own money because you know once you feel like you're ready to have a voice or you're ready to do things a little bit different you can't you know it's right. like
0: mm-hmm.
2: so it's it's tricky but yeah
0: <sighs> Well, Look what the world
2: is going through, though. Like, why would you even want to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance? Ooh, don't all right. get me started again.
0: Well, I'm going to have <laughs> to get you started, honey, because our last topic of trends is what's going down in Charlottesville. Okay. Um Let's just go ahead and just start it off with the, the New York Times post here uh, stating uh, this is just going to do a little recap because this is printed a couple of days before. So just to catch everyone out. Uh, Let me read through this. Uh, A month after the Ku Klux Klan rally here ended with the police using tear gas on protesters, Charlottesville is bracing for a weekend of white nationalist demonstrations and counter-protests, and suddenly this tranquil college town feels like a city under siege. Okay, so this this happened before the whole thing, but we know what happened here bunch of people protesting, thousands of people I hear, Um, and then it just turned into this huge riot, okay, fighting. I saw many videos of this, and I was just, I I thought I was looking at another place. I didn't, it it does not, did not look like America. America. Yeah, people were, like, I mean, throwing, spitting, uh, literally fist fighting and throwing things and hitting people in the face with with whatnot. And then this guy plows through a crowd and kills an innocent person and injures a bunch of other people, and now I'm hearing this. Is when I when I just woke up, I, I I can't verify this, but I'm hearing that five other people died as a result of this. Oh
2: uh, yeah, I um I Did saw that, that, that this too? morning. I saw that there were five in critical condition. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, I'm hearing that that that's five total dead. Uh, um, you know, and and the the first person uh, died uh, was Heather Hayer, a 32 year old. Um, and she was let me see what it says. Ah, uh, God. She was a paralegal who lived in Char- Charlottesville, um, and she was determined to stand up to injustice, her mother told the Huffington Post. Uh, there was no question that she would protest the wrongs of neo-Nazis and other extremists that had descended on her town. She always had a very strong sense of right and wrong. She always, even as a child, was very caught up in what she believed to be fair. Wow. Um, what do you guys think of the situation? And, and give it to us, because this is, this is a big one.
1: Charles, <laughs> I can't, like, you know, it's so heavy. Um, Irving, you know me for a decade already. You know how fair I am, very balanced. I can argue and see both sides of any argument. Um, I am all about freedom to protest. That's cool. You think that as a white person, you feel that we're in a time of racial tension and you wanna protest for being white and stop hating us for being white or whatever. That's on you, but to bring up such trauma as Nazis, to bring in torches, to harass people, to hit people with cars, you are, I'm speaking as someone who is Hispanic, but I'm on the white spectrum of being Hispanic. So therefore I recognize my privilege as a white Hispanic. I don't get judged as much as other Hispanics who are darker skinned than me, Mm -hmm. white people stop it. Just stop. Stop the hate. Stop misunderstanding everything that people of color are trying to tell you. The same that I would say to my people of color, my brothers and sisters of color. Stop. Let's stop the hate. We need to stop the hate because we're not getting anywhere. We're not understanding each other. We're not communicating at this point. You're making it very difficult to coexist. All of us are making it very difficult to coexist because We feel like we have to defend ourselves. Put down your guns, put down your hate, put down your biases, put down your prejudices, and talk to each other. Stop the violence. It's disgusting. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't mean anything. All you're doing is causing chaos. All you're doing is making the other side hate you even more. It's not getting anywhere. And what sickens me is that some of these white people were the same people criticizing black lives matter for rioting. Are right. you are you And then they were kidding? chanting,
0: they were chanting uh, uh all hail lives matter, white lives matter, hail Trump.
1: Hail Trump.
0: During the Nazi salute to Hail Trump. Okay, right. how do people not see this as the second coming of Hitler? Cuz I've already see it for what it is. We've yeah. got this leader, okay, who's condoned this activity, who used it as part of his platform when he was uh, campaigning, okay, to come into office You know, he 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 did these things. And then now you're going to sit over here and have all this happening under your administration. And and you have the audacity. Here's my thing. He has the audacity to say that there was violence everywhere or there was this there was a racial profiling everywhere. Um, I'm sorry, but us as people of color. We kind of, like, we kind of, we just stick to ourselves, okay? Yeah. We're not going out of our way to be hateful. We're not going out of our way to cause a hard time. We're not going out of our way to gather torches from Walmart and stand in front of a fucking statue. We're not doing that, okay? What What is being done is the neo-Nazi, the alt-right, which is what they're calling themselves, which is absolutely My alt-wrong. I mean, <laughs> like, come on. It's such, it's such bullshit, Okay. You're not. You're. You're. You're literally. It's like Hydra in fucking Marvel, the Marvel universe. That's wrong, geeks out there. It's like Hydra was infiltrating Shield and causing trouble. That's exactly what is going on. I, I, I just cannot. I cannot deal with this. It's like I don't even want to be here sometimes.
2: Yeah. Like here's. I mean, here's here's my take on like this whole entire like situation. It's like so. We have dealt with stuff like for. Years and, mm-hmm. years and years and mm-hmm. years i mean it's to a point like i for one i've never understood how you could be mad at us when it comes to black lives matter how you mm-hmm. could be mad at us for finally standing up
3: right you
2: know we we've had we've had some people you know obviously who have tried we've had rosa price we've had malcolm x we had martin luther king we've had you mm-hmm. know um uh, nat turner we've had you know all these people who have tried to um stand up and and,
0: and unify uh, the black community too right. that's the and, part of it too
2: and who's and who's who's living out of right. this whole entire group you know at this point i mean rosa parks thank god you know didn't pass away from anything violent but look at you know anytime we've ever had people try to try to speak up it's always something negative in the eyes of the media in the eyes of whoever right. like we mm-hmm. don't have a right to say how we feel and and what we feel Right. And then now, you know, we've had I forgot uh, the girl's name, but the girl who climbed up and took down a Confederate flag like we we've done things like that. But all of those, I feel like, are always for a better cause. Now, when you look at these, quote unquote, white nationalists who, in my eyes, I'm just you're you're a terrorist, bro. And Thank you got you. KK, you got KKK's. You um, you know, you have the KKK. You have um, just all these these people who are involved in this, quote unquote, white nationalist group. Mm-hmm. And then you try to call Black Lives Matter a hate group.
0: Right. Like right, we right. have
2: even even the Black Panthers, like even the Black Panthers, they tried to call them like a terrorist group. No, did you, the Black Panthers is out here feeding the homeless, are out here feeding kids. They what they did was they stood up for us. So when we had cops out here beating on people for no reason, like we're still having right now, they mm-hmm. would step in. And because it's the quote unquote authority, you know, it, they tried to make it seem like it was like a hate group. So when it comes to things like this, it's like for one, you guys are charging this guy who drove his car through a second-degree yeah nurse. twenty
0: twenty-year-old what's this fucking name? I, I mean I don't know if his name's not important. He's an ass. Yeah, oh James like, Field Jr. twenty.
2: So was, so yeah. you're you're you know we're lucky that we even got a mugshot from him. How about that? Because you know they I mean, love really. to put up pictures of college graduation pictures and say, he's mm-hmm. just a trouble, little white team. Right, no, That's that is such a great other... point.
0: That's such a good point. I didn't even You know think what I'm saying? That.
2: Like, so at true. least we got a mugshot, you know? The media, the media's
1: bias towards white so, crime. White homegrown terrorists. Crime
0: is, white homegrown, is, home-grown terrorists. They're homegrown I mean, terrible
2: let me tell you about a situation that we had at cal state long beach that was just like that we had long story short a guy pull out a, a white guy pull out a knife on a black girl in class and usually when we have something like that happen they will send out an email and they'll say hey we had this happen they'll have a mugshot usually attached to it they sent out an email and said the man is still on campus because he is not an immediate threat that is what happened best believe I we cannot. have
3: not an immediate threat
2: threat so you know he's still walking around campus we are looking into it but he to wow. not immediate threat. i promise oh. you that happened so and what so, were they you know, saying that he was only mad at her or something he wasn't tra- threatening threatening you know, like a bunch of people i don't know what the situation was as far and i have friends that were in the classroom when it happened so i don't necessarily know like why they felt like that or maybe because he did it and then he he complied and put it away maybe that's why you know maybe because right. he was i, I don't know I don't know, but you know, it's just, it's just like we deal with these things all the time. Where it's it's not like and it's so cliche, but it is not fair. We do not like we don't have the luxury of saying or feeling anything. They take that out of Black people all the time. Out of I'm co- not even Black, colored people. Anybody yeah. who's not you know who's usually not white, yeah. you know they they are literally taking that. I mean, I was in Paris let what a month ago and got caught a monkey out there i, Jesus I, Christ. I, I,
0: I also had the little bit of racial things there when i was there too are yeah. you
2: joking you're a period but you know, that's a whole nother story but parents like we got caught a monkey and this is us just sitting at lunch like everybody else first we got told to shut up twice and then somebody else in the group caught us a monkey so it's like when you see here and you see like the the blatant racism that is still right here and then y'all want to act like it's not there, right. it drives me crazy. And then when right. this kind of stuff happened, it's like, I was sitting here watching news with my mom this morning, and I'm like, they still haven't talked about this? Mm. Like, it's still, we still talking about other stuff? Like, that's not a breaking news story? Like, that's not important? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. You know I just I'm love saying? how people like, are like, this racism has got to stop. Like, it's not new, honey. It's been here. It's we have been new. saying it's got to stop for the longest. And, and now and you know we've else got Trump him? here.
1: Well, Her- Irving, you do got to understand that for a long time, I think we were all, or at least most of us, I would say, were lulled into a false sense of security that this was getting better. You know, I Never think broke. once, you know, once the school, you know, the schools were integrated and things like that, it was like, okay, we're all good. Like, we have equal rights. What you can't erase is prejudice. Mm-hmm. You could, we can slowly develop to eradicate systematic oppression, rules and laws and policies that are unfair. We've done that. We've been doing that. We can't continue to do that. What we're never going to be able to erase is ignorance and prejudice. Yeah. And that's the thing where as hard as a pill as it is to swallow, we all kind of have to fucking swallow it at this point to understand that there's nothing we can do except Be unapologetically black, be unapologetically Hispanic, be unapologetically white, and be white with a sense of responsibility for how you treat others who don't have the privilege that you do, and show them respect. And if you do have a prejudice, if you do have a bias, if you do have something that you don't understand, ask questions. I'm sure it's a lot less offensive. To be asked a question about your culture or something like that, rather than saying something stupid or insulting or hurtful.
0: So well, how, you but about- how, but that's what's, but that's what's welcome nowadays in in America twenty seventeen yeah. with our leader. I'm going to bring it back to Trump because this is true. Yeah. Like these people literally said, he that one of I think it was was it David Duke or something. He was like a uh, KKK yeah, yeah, yeah. wizard, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, you know, we're going to fulfill Trump's promise. We're going to take our country back.
2: Oh, I saw that one. Yeah.
0: Are we serious?
2: And you know what? That goes into like, and I was so disappointed to see this, but that goes to people like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart posted yesterday. He said um, something along the lines of like, this is not the America I know. What America do you know? Because we have never had rights here. We have Mm -hmm. never had anything. We were never treated equal. Like, ever, 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 ever. There was not a point in time ever in life and in history where we as black people, speaking specifically to black people because I'm black, you know what I'm saying? Like, that we have ever been treated equal. So, please don't come with that, you know, this is not the America I know shit just because you got some money in your pocket now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're probably getting a little bit better equal treatment because you got some money in your pocket. Please, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see that because the fact that nothing has ever. I mean, you think about small stuff like this. When a white person comes to you and put their hands in your hair, why do you think that it's okay for you to do that?
3: Right. Right.
2: Why do? You, why is it okay for you know? I had a fr- I have a friend that's on tour with uh, Motown, and she said why her and one of her cast members was out walking, and I mean, and I say that because they're doing something positive with their life. They're mm-hmm. out here, they're doing Motown the musical, and then a white girl thinks it's okay for her just to call the black dude a nigger, and then start be- starts to put his hands on her, on him. Wow. And then like, but then like, it's okay for you to like you. Think You feel like if I do this right now, I put my hands on you and you call the police, whose side they going to be on? Mm-hmm. Because if he hits you back or if right. the girl that was with him hits you back, because if that was my friend, you would have got your ass beat.
0: Right. right? No, for
2: sure. I just, want, I just want you to know that. But, yeah. you know, girl, in, that, in a sense, <laughs> we don't do that. But in a sense, it's just like you you just knew that it was going to be okay for that to happen to you.
0: Well, just I how mean, they just know that. Well, here's the thing, though. It's always been here and growing yeah. up black you always felt it. As a child, you always knew. Is This is the thing. People think that it's new, you know, or like, this isn't the country we know. As a young black boy, I knew it. I felt it. It was undeniable. People, you know, they're like, oh, you're playing the black card. No, honey this is in my blood. I know when something's not right because I'm there not is doing no black anything card, to bro. you.
2: Right, there is no I hate when people say like you're pulling your black card there is no black card. It's our reality right. like everything that we go through as black people, it's our reality that's why we take offense to everything. I take offense to Kylie Jenner having lip plumpers and booty pops and braising her hair and all these white girl dancers wearing individuals and all this stuff because that is our culture and we get it taken from us and then we get called names for it. Mm-hmm. And then but they're celebrated
0: for Yeah, making money yeah Mm -hmm. you
2: know what i'm saying it drives me crazy like we have never had anything like we can't have anything we can't have justice we can't have individuals we can't have twerking we can't have nothing
3: and it's just like it drives
2: we can't have peace we can't have nothing and then we we look i'm looking at the news and i'm seeing y'all out here protesting i'm seeing cops standing Peace, like, like this is a peaceful protest. You have come out and said that you are a hate group. You are the KKK, and and, mm-hmm. and we're still standing there. That's because y'all are the KKK. The cops mm-hmm. are the KKK. Everybody basically working in all these different type of places are a part of this. Did y'all I hear don't how, how a Trump hate group? Said? Like,
0: uh, yeah, I can't, I can't understand how a hate group is allowed to function inside of America. I don't get that's it. That's
2: Wait, but on a college campus?
0: Yeah, on this a is terrorism. This is terrorism in our country. Like, how what? are they allowed to exist? You're literally saying that you want to hurt people. How are you allowed to exist in the country? I don't and, get that. Then, it's like having ISIS inside here. Like what the fuck? Right.
2: And then the statue though. Why yeah. is that statue up in the, on the campus? I don't I don't even know who the guy is. I didn't uh, I know,
0: Thomas up Jefferson up the... I believe actually.
2: Oh, and, mm, He was and, one so of the biggest slave were...
0: owners. Yeah, he was one of the biggest yeah, slave I was owners. To say in blah, okay. blah, blah. Yeah, how about that interesting. Okay. So, I mean, it's there because founding fathers in Virginia and all that stuff, fine. Right, but right, right. nowadays, I get why we want to be moved. And, I mean, uh, guys, we, uh, you know, we got to wrap it up. I, I, yeah. we, I know we're... <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I mean, it's just, there's just so much. There's so much, guys. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Thank you for <laughs> your chance. We can just get into this all day. I, it's just, but we, we're we going to have to move yeah. on. But, sorry oh, God. Yeah, we'll just see how the story develops. I mean, uh, this isn't the last we've heard of everything, so brace yourselves. Um, It's time for Tea Time! Tea Time? (laughs) Yes, honey. Listen up, grab your cuts, because we are going to spill it for you. Today's topic is holding on to letting go. Oh. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, well, let me go ahead and phrase it. First. So it's like whenever you're in a situation, this is, you know, just a general picture of it. But whenever you're in a situation that is toxic, that is not right, that you know isn't right, you feel isn't right. Your intuition, your spirit, whatever is telling you, this is not right, but I want it. I want it. This isn't right, but I want it. Or I want them, but it isn't right for us. Like, I know it. But 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 if I just do this, I could make it work. If I if I just say this, then maybe he or she will, will change. If I, I help don't. them change, then they will change. You're holding on to letting Free go. Time. Yeah. You hold it. Well. On. Uh, well. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Excuse me, honey. Okay. I got my Mariah back. Um uh, Mariah
1: don't even got Mariah no more. No, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. but when you, you know, it's like you're holding on to something that you really should be letting go. You're prolonging that. You need to Elsa from Frozen that shit and let it go, okay? Yeah. So that's what I mean by that. What do you guys have to say about it?
1: <laughs> hey. How long we got?
2: Right, I was just <laughs> like, hey,
0: that, uh, that is a hell of a topic, <laughs> sir. Today. <laughs> no, Jason, what you hey. got? Start All right, you. so
2: look. When it comes to that kind of stuff, it's just like literally as cliche as it sounds, you have to let it go. And you know, like I said, here comes the spirituality out there. You know, it's always God waiting to give you something, or whoever you believe in to give you something better. Like, oh my lord, I can't I mean it's so many like different situations. I mean, even when it comes to the easiest one to talk about is obviously like relationships and stuff. Um, and you know, just we all know when something is toxic. Like, you know, even if you pretend to not know. You know when something is, is toxic and you know when it's time to let go. But like you said, it's hard to hold on to things. I mean, to let go of things that we love and that we are comfortable with.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
2: that's the biggest thing. Like, comfortability gets people all jacked up. Even when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, you know, I don't know, being in the presence of, like, a, a celebrity or something. And then you getting too comfortable and saying or doing something that's not right, you know. The comfortability gets you in trouble, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: so
2: it's just like when we get comfortable with things sometimes that brings like a negative effect and um, yeah I just think when, when you know it's time and when you are too comfortable and when it's time to let go let it go let, let it go, it go. <laughs> dang it
0: dang <laughs> it about <laughs> <laughs> to deal the wetness bitch or snot right uh, yeah. uh,
1: um, Evelyn? I'm uh, also familiar with this topic as of recently and
0: Uh, We're here for you. Can we just say that we're here for you?
1: Gracias. Oh, (laughs) um, I think that you need to know and accept when you're going into a new chapter of your life. They say the higher the levels, the higher the devils. So Hmm. shit will get harder. Challenges will get harder. Things will try to hold you back. And that will include people who were once a blessing. Yeah. Can then become not a blessing. And um, the devil you plays to on as really. well. From
0: blessing to burden.
1: Right, from blessing to burden, exactly. Very good, Irving. Okay. Uh, so that happens because you're trying to go to the next level. So this area of your life that no longer is really fitting um, then becomes a stumbling block for you, even when at once it was your peace and your shelter and your joy and your happiness, um, sometimes you need to understand that that person, that situation, uh, you can't carry it with you to the next level. Um, I think part of the reason it's hard to let go is because you don't want to be the bad guy. Oh, but you was with me when and what we've been through and you know, but I'm not gonna find someone to do X, Y, and Z like you do X, Y, and Z. Well, bitch, get some A, B, C, D, E, cause I mean X, Y, Z is, is it old? Is it We have like thirty other letters in the alphabet. Let's get to it. I, you know, like
0: sw- there's twenty, is twenty twenty eight.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Twenty four. Um,
0: I just, I just, I just wanted to, you know. Thank you.
2: Thank yeah,
0: you. I, I, don't remember myself. <laughs> I failed.
2: Isn't Isn't that crazy though? How like at one point something was like everything that we ever needed like it was it was like fulfilling it was beautiful and then it it changes and i think that that's like something that's humans that we have a problem with you know adapting to is change mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh hallelujah okay that's what we're going through right now as as a people but you know whatever yeah. right <laughs> but you know something <laughs> that we have <laughs> that we have a problem with adapting to is is change you know and so um, that's a very, very good point uh, that you made, but man, Woo,
0: God. so I guess the final say, cause we'll keep it short. We, we went long in the, in the uh, current events, you know, cause we, we <laughs> had to, we, there's no way around it, but you know, I guess we'll end it by saying, you know, holding on to letting go is a no, you've got to, you've you've, you've got, you've got to try to do it, just make small steps towards it. Uh it starts with yourself first, with accepting that. And it and, and it starts with also embracing the fear that comes with that. You have it's it's a part of it. You can't go around it. And trying to find a way around it, you end up holding on even longer. So yep. you have to embrace all of that head on. Because if something isn't right, if it's not meant to be, whether it's friendships, relationships, a job, you know, I mean, let's not forget about it. some people hate going to the nine to fives and let me tell you. And it's like, you know, I got to get up out of here because I'm about to go off. And I don't mean off the clock, off on all of y'all, you know. Happiness
2: is serious, yo. And I think happiness, like, hold on to your happiness. Like, I ain't going to lie. My nine to five makes me very happy. Like I said, I'm a preschool teacher. So, you know, and there's some people who aren't, who their nine to five doesn't. And I will say that all means, yo, leave that unhappiness in the dirt. Don't do it to yourself.
0: You cannot afford to be unhappy in any aspect of your life because as far as we know, we only hear one time and it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone when it's gone. You don't you can't plan that. You're trying to plan everything else, but you can't plan that. Yep. So you might as well get it in and, and always live in your happiness. You know, holding. Stop holding on to letting go. Hold on to happiness. I think that's how we'll go ahead and do that. Thank you, guys. Um uh, so let's go ahead and get into this little guessing game real quick. We're gonna play what the,
3: fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, can't make that sound effect with myself, but yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so this is how the game will work. The judge, oh, each of each one of us will get a chance to be the judge. Okay, you might need a little pen and paper. Sorry, uh, each one of us would get a chance to be a judge twice. And what we'll do is we will come up with a sentence, okay? You'll come up with a sentence, and you'll leave room for a blank in there, anywhere you want. The other two will try to fill the blank with a word. The judge will decide whose word is funnier, and that's the winner who gets one point. We'll do two rounds of this, and the winner has the most points at the end of those two rounds, okay? Okay. All right. I'll start off first.
3: Okay.
0: And Yeah, uh, let's see. Um hmm oh i felt like such an idiot at the grocery store when i realized i left my blank at home i felt like such an idiot at the grocery store when i realized i left my blank at home make me laugh bring me another another one come on (laughs) take all the time you need i'm weird so there's a clue there's a clue to, to get my sense of humor. I'm weird. She's she making herself laugh? No, you know, I'm,
2: I'm trash at, like, trying to, like, come up with stuff. I'm trash. <laughs> <Let> me- <laughs> Not funny.
0: Emily, do you have your answer? Yes. Jocelyn?
2: Go first, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get some good stories out there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: like such an idiot. At the grocery store, when I realized I
0: left my pants at home. Okay. Practical. Practical something I would do. (laughs) It could literally be any word, Jocelyn. It doesn't have to fit. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I I felt like... Oh, you want to read it? Go ahead.
2: Oh, I felt like such an idiot. Yeah. I feel like such an idiot. I don't know. Oh my God, I'm so bad.
0: I felt like such an idiot at the grocery store when I realized I left my
2: money? I don't know. So typical. Oh my gosh. So typical.
0: You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and side on the on the side of actual things that has happened. So yeah, I have left my money at home sometimes. So Jaslyn gets the point. There you go. See? You just got to go for it.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: All right, Emily.
1: The best part of waking up is blank in your cup.
0: <laughs> She's just making herself laugh. I'm so
2: inappropriate. It's so
0: crazy. <laughs> okay. Anything. I got to win this game. Um, oh, OK. I don't know. OK, I think I got one. You got one?
3: Uh, possibly. OK. All
0: right. I'll, I guess I'll start. The best part of waking up is that walk of shame in your cup. I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs>
2: oh so my, I'm so mad. Oh no, I spill it. Oh, oh okay, okay. Thanks.
0: Yeah, you welcome
2: yeah, sure. And the best part of waking up is having <laughs> why am I so bad at this? Ah <laughs> <laughs> best part of waking up. Wow, I'm really
0: trash. Okay. It's having trash in your cup. It's okay. having trash in your cup. Why not? Okay, Wonderful. let's just go with There that. you go. Why not? Um, <laughs> I, can I get, get that point, please? Thank yeah, you. No,
2: whatever. Okay, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, if I would have said Sorry, originally dude. on my mind, yo, yo. I
0: would. Hey. It. And hey. I got to keep it cute. All right. Well, it's your turn Sorry, to think of a sentence. Sis. It's your turn okay. to think of a sentence. So
2: okay.
0: this might be easier for you. All
2: right. You ready? I wrote it down.
0: That's why. Okay. Oh, see? There you go.
2: I hate when I get on stage and I immediately
0: have to. Okay. I get on stage and I immediately have to.
2: Can it be like a two-word phrase? Like, to this?
0: Yeah, I think. It, 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 so yeah. maybe
2: I think it's easier if I say I hate when I get on stage.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. On. Okay, so we're going to stick with her. I hate when I get on stage and I immediately have to. Emily, do you have an answer? She's look like she's writing the damn Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Hancock, do you have an <laughs>
1: right. I hate when I get on stage and I immediately have to clean after I shit myself from stage fright. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Dropping
1: bars.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I hate when I get on stage and I immediately have to remember my lines.
2: <laughs> Wow, oh, alright, well The tough one That is a tough one This realistic versus kind of realistic uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with M's Because that, I, uh, y'all I don't care if it's TMI I be having to go to the bathroom Before going yeah, on the having Oh my god
0: Don't
2: twerk too hard Don't twerk too hard <laughs> person, Don't twerk too hard <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, alright, my final one is um, hmm. Ooh, Go, go, Power Rangers! It's blank time! How about them apples?
1: Go, go, them. Power Rangers! It's period time. Because that's what you want to be saying when
2: you get that period. Uh,
0: okay, alright, just a little warning. <laughs> okay, Jocelyn?
2: Go, go, Power Rangers! It's shit time!
0: Y'all have some <laughs> problems. Y'all have some things y'all need to take care of. I don't know if it's a diet issue. I don't know I don't know if it's laxative.
1: Uh
0: I'm gonna just give it to Jasmine because you know I think she's trying to tell us something. So I am um, yeah, that's gonna be me. All right, Emily. <laughs> Got it. Your final sentence.
1: The early bird gets the blank.
0: Nice, nice. I so cute. Mm, you, see you up here with these early, early questions, early sentence questions, and you're trying to say something, too. There's just a lot to decipher in these uh, sentences here. Um, let's see. The early bird. Mm. Irving,
1: if you don't say the answer I think
0: you're going to say, I'm going to be very disappointed
2: in our friendship. I'm just
0: you know. Okay. I got my answer,
2: Jasmine. Irving, you go. Okay. <laughs> She's so
0: cute. <laughs> The early bird gets that ass.
3: <laughs>
1: Bravo.
0: owl. Did you think that's what I was gonna say?
1: I thought you were gonna say dick, but you know, close enough. I was else. actually
2: gonna possibly say that. But the early bird gets these nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma hey, I'm go with these
1: nuts.
2: Why are you beating me?
1: Alright,
2: this is my sentence. Me, myself, and blank. Me, myself, and your daddy in a story.
1: Is that daddy story. with a
2: Z or a D? Oops. Daddy. daddy. Ow. Ow.
0: Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna do um
2: <laughs>
0: Me myself and these bills. And oh, oh, oh. Oh,
2: no, oh I'm sorry, damn. Irvin, Urban gets that because that is mood, <laughs> mood, <laughs> mood, <laughs> mood, 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 mood. <laughs> All day, early Well,
0: we have a winner, Jocelyn. Oh, God damn brown, it! Why do these guests get on this show and beat me at every game? They beat me too. Michael complaining. Look, I'm gonna have to hit y'all in the kneecap or something to get a little <laughs> advantage. Damn. <laughs> Thank you guys for playing. I was seeing you guys are better at that than you thought. All right. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, Jasmine, you know what? We we really appreciate you being here with us today. Is there anything that you have got coming out that we should be looking out for? What's your social media? Give it to us.
2: Hey. Okay. So my social media, my Instagram is Rhythms in Jazz, and a lot of people don't know how to spell Rhythms. It's R H Y T H M S A N D J A Z. Um. Uh, Twitter is five six seven eight Jazzwalk. Um. And I, I have a show coming up. Um. I work with this amazing, talented group called Tough Crowd. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're like a whole bunch of poets, dancers, singers, um, and they have a show coming up on the 17th. It is at the Regency West um, Hotel, and uh, the tickets for twenty dollars. Uh, and um, it's called it's the theme is coming to America. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all the choreo for it and the uh, like movement coaching and all that stuff. And I'm also making my appearance in a couple of the little skits and stuff. Okay, okay. Um, and then um, I have maybe a, a video dropping in a couple weeks with just me. And, nice. yeah, just some videos coming up. Um, and
0: you can just check all that out on your, on your social media, then, my yeah. social
2: media. How oh, the what Luke? day is
0: this show coming out again?
2: The, um, the um,
0: this, uh, Tough uh, Crow one? Yeah.
2: It's the 17th.
0: Oh, well, you know what? This episode will actually air on the 17th. So hey. when you guys are hearing that, that's tonight. Yeah, that's,
2: and that's <laughs> at 8 p.m.
0: 8 p.m. You get, get, get your yeah. tickets. Where can I get tickets from?
2: Um, You literally just have to uh, hit up one of the tough crowd members, and I'll have it um, on my social media. And okay. then you can also buy tickets at the door.
0: All right. Well, there you go.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Very good. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram. At uh, Irving Green LA, Twitter Irving Green LA, um, and then the Irving Green Show on Facebook is my uh, page there. What I got coming out? I've got some more photos from that uh, modeling shoot I did. Uh, that's coming out. It might be out by the time this airs. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh my god! You know, you guys have to check out my Instagram um, for links and everything because it was just such such a wonderful time and just I can't wait to create more art that way. I don't I don't model a lot, but um, i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it it's fun it's, it's a little bit about self-discovery too when you when you model because you're working with your body and and whatnot um yeah emily what about you
1: well you guys can follow me at emmy g0327 or emi underscore g0327 on instagram okay. and uh my facebook emily gonzalez and uh look out for guys when you start subscribing to the patreon you will be getting a monthly subscription to emily's enlightenment to give you advice on love work family and all of the above and give you a little bit of light and uh, hope and inspiration
0: there we go. thank you well guys thank you again for this killer killer show jasmine we were so happy to have you here thank you for joining That's us it's been fun. an absolute pleasure
2: and thank you for having me of course you are a joy we loved having
1: you.
0: Mm-hmm. you well thank you guys we'll see you next time on tea talk bye
1: want to join in on the talk leave us a voicemail at 213-761-8864
0: like us on facebook and follow us on instagram and twitter just search tea talk
1: spill the tea in a new tea or mug Head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash
0: T-Talk. Show us some love, support the show, and we got you with some exclusives, baby, at patreon.com slash t Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit nltlg.com.